Well, Rifki Kleiman is with us live via telephone on the 21st of May. Her brand new book, Simply Gourmet, is going to be available in stores around the world. Um, today, right now, you can pre-order the brand new cookbook, Simply Gourmet, uh, by going to uh, Art Scroll to the Art Scroll website, artscroll.com. They have a uh, link there. You could pre-order it this second, literally. You could do the same thing on Amazon. You could pre-order it, and you'll have it in plenty of time for Shavuos. And uh, you'll be if you order it today, you will be uh, you'll be in that group of people that has the latest and greatest cookbook out there. Rifki Kleiman, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me this morning. Uh, it's great to have you on the air, and this is how you were described to us. You were described to us as the person responsible for the Base Yaakov cookbook, uh, a person who writes about cooking for Mishpacha magazine, and somebody who appears with our wonderful friends on kosher.com. You've got quite a cooking resume out there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, at what point did you decide that uh, it's time to release a hardcover cookbook? Um, I would have to say this is something that's been, people have been bugging me for quite some time. Um, I had different followers, whether it was from Mishpachar or people who had read the Beis Yaakov cookbook that I had done in collaboration with a friend of mine. And they were like, Rifki, it is time you do your own. And honestly, I had my food stylist was really one person who very much was the impetus where we were doing a photo shoot for a family table, and she came over to me and she says, Rifki, you are writing a cookbook, and I am styling it for you. <laughs> and that is the way it happened. The rest is history, as they say. Correct. What, what is, is there a way to describe to people like myself who really you know, don't know the topic that well? I think, I think this audience knows that. Uh, the Base Yaakov cookbook, why did it make such an impact? There's a million cookbooks out there. You know that, and you see what the cookbook section at any Judaica store looks like these days. W what personality or what uh, what feature did the Base Yaakov cookbook have that, that, that shot it to the top of the charts? So I think that's actually a really good question, and I'll tell you honestly, when we sat down the first day when we were meeting to decide what niche – we wanted to try to hit what type of a audience we wanted to target. Our thoughts were, we want to do real food, good food, and food that works. And that was really our thoughts, and Baruch Hashem, we were really able to accomplish that. And I do believe that that is the secret to the success. Hmm. So you, you sort of followed your food heart, and it, <laughs> it ended up guiding you in the right direction, I guess. I like that. Yes, thank you. It basically sounds like you went with your instinct in terms of you know just putting good food on the table, and look what happened. You had a good cookbook. Um, so what? So who's the audience now? You sit down to put together simply gourmet. There's a lot of recipes in this. I mean, I'm looking at the table of contents. We're talking about a really you know a book chock full of uh, recommendations. Uh, what's the audience now? Is it? Uh, is there a target? Is there a theme for this one? I would definitely say I still have stayed very true to myself, and the name really very much signifies what we're about, Simply Gourmet. Um, I grew up in a home where my mother, I think, was very much ahead of herself, where it wasn't so unvogue to be a foodie, but my mother loved variations. She loved playing around in the kitchen, and was always turning out incredible dinners. And I didn't even realize that I was possibly eating 
differently than a lot of my friends until all of them always wanted to come over to me for supper. And um, I just kind of followed along her lead when I first got married, and I, too, very much enjoy testing and playing and tweaking, and that was kind of, you know, where I began. You know, you you just stumbled upon a really interesting observation, and that is that at some point, at one point, I should say, in the Jewish world, foodie was not always the most complimentary term, you know? Correct. (laughs) And these days, it's like you're of a certain status if you're considered a real foodie. (laughs) Correct, correct. I probably would have been considered very old-fashioned, but I've been known to quip for many a time already, for a very long time, that you can find me. I'm a very busy girl, but you can always find me between one of my two offices, my kitchen or my car. <laughs> so, <laughs> Those are the two places you operate from. Exactly. Uh, Rifke Kleiman's with us. Her book's about to be released. It'll be uh, on the 21st of maybe You could pre-order it right now at artscroll.com and on Amazon. It's called Simply Gourmet. And there's something to the title because both the word simple and the word gourmet are both in the title. And obviously, not everyone associates one with the other. Correct. And I do believe that we have been able to accomplish that with this book. I know that everyone's lives are so fast-paced. People want instant gratification and... With that in mind, I developed a really funky concept, which we were able to pull through, where I developed simple suppers, suppers that do not take more than 10 minutes total prep. I was very, very strict with my criteria, and they are on your table in anywhere between 25 minutes to under an hour. And you can do these dinners, and you're not just putting out a simple supper, but it's something that you'll be so proud of. It's something that you can use as a dinner, and it's nice enough to even be served for an occasion, whether it's a Shabbos, a Yontif, or just something special. And by the way, you spread the net very wide, and what I mean is you have a lot of both Ashkenazic and Sephardic dishes. You have a lot of regular and locale dishes. It sounds like when you write about being a complete culinary collection, Simply Gourmet is trying to really you know, get to every part of the community. Very, very much so. Thank you. I'm glad that you noticed that. (laughs) We definitely try to hit all types of cuisine. Um, Isn't it funny how so many of these cuisines have really crossed their crossed their boundaries? And you know, we're enjoy we in the Ashkenazi community are enjoying so many Sephardic dishes these days. And obviously, I would assume the opposite is going on as well. It's very interesting how that has sort of blended together uh, to our community as a whole. Absolutely. It reminds me of A.B. Rottenberg's song, Spashkin. Right. Very good. Yes. <laughs> you don't realize how one tradition is drifting into the other, huh? Yeah. And I believe that the world has also become that much smaller. Right. Travel has become that much more accessible. And people have had the opportunities to taste and, you know, different types of cuisine and incorporate them in their lifestyle. You have a big team of taste testers, by the way, that helped you with the book. Yeah. Thank God. They were absolutely awesome. And I see the Sandhouse family was extremely helpful as well. Yeah, listen, <laughs> nothing like family. I got to tell you, they're a rough crew to get through. And, you know, nobody was being, you know, nice. If it was awesome, we got a, that was awesome, or that was the best dish I've ever tasted. And if it needed tweaking, oh, yeah, we worked it. <laughs> and the reason I uh, single out the Sandhouse family is because uh, 
even though neither of us would want to admit it. We know each other for about 45 years. So, <laughs> so I, wanted, I wanted to make sure to point that out. Rifki Kleiman is with us. The photography in the book is done by Moshe Williger. It's called Simply Gourmet. It's going to be out on the 21st of May, but it's available right now for pre-order, which means plenty of time if you want to do something different and special for Shavuos, right? You would say that you could you could certainly uh, seek out at least a, a certain number of great recipes for the upcoming Yontif, right? Absolutely. I would say you can make your entire menu with it. Oh, very cool. Now, what have you done here? You've, you, you've created a, uh, a system in your book um, which depends on the number of pieces of cutlery are pictured next to the recipe. What is that all about? Um, I very much wanted to make the cookbook very user-friendly and very reader-friendly for the home cook. The cutlery depicts how the difficulty of each recipe. If there's only one spoon, it depicts that it is really simple, not a lot of steps, one, two, three on your table. If it's got two, it's generally still very easy, but sometimes might incorporate a couple more steps before you get it on your table. Once again, still simple, definitely gourmet, but you know, maybe a little bit more labor than the simple, simple. And the third one is one of two things. Either it's just more labor-intensive, for example, if you're working with a yeast dough. So you have to make your dough. You have to rest your dough. You have to roll out your dough. You've got to fill your dough. You've got to shape it and then bake it. So that got a level three difficulty, but you're really not going to find very many of the level three difficulty throughout the cookbook. So, for instance, the pulled beef nachos with peach salsa, which would be intimidating for a uh, novice chef like myself, it's only two pieces of cutlery. You're considering that a pretty easy dish to prepare. It really is, because if you're going to make the pulled beef, honestly, as, as a novice, I'm going, to, I'm going to challenge you to go and try it, because all you've got to do is mix a couple of ingredients together, smear it over your meat, cover it, pop it in your oven, and then two and a half hours later, voila, deliciousness on your plate. <laughs> Why is that pulled beef? You, you know how much the, the pulled beef has become such a big favorite in our community. I mean, my gosh. It is such a great dish. I I will be honest, that took a lot of thought on my part. I was kind of like, pulled beef is still so popular, and honestly, I think it's here to stay. I don't think that pulled beef is something that's going to disappear because it's just that good. It's that versatile. You can make it into an appetizer. You can, instead of pulling it, slice it, and there you have yourself a nice dinner. Um, You can put it on a sandwich. I mean, the... It, it, it's endless what you can do with pulled beef. When did so, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Now, so I was just going to say, instead of doing a flatbread or a pizza, which is right. so popular, and I absolutely adore them, I was trying to think of either the people who wanted to withhold the carbs and also wanted to try to come up with a creative way to still keep pulled beef, you know, with, within our, on our tables. And I came up with this concept of the nachos where you can make your own little nacho chips out of whole wheat tortillas. And that's something that is so versatile. You can use it with a soup. You can use it if you're eating your eggs and liver on Shabbos. It's, it, it, they're delicious. And, again, that's why you got the level two of difficulty because it's steps. You're making the tortilla, you're making the pulled beef, and then you're making a salsa. But between you and me, if what you really like and what your focus is pulled beef, go for it. I'll give it a number one then. <laughs> one of the one of the uh, easy ones in your in your reference guide is the meatballs and zoodles. When did these zucchini noodles become so popular? Um, I would have to 
say that zoodles and zoodling has become very popular in the last three to five years. Um, it's a wonderful, wonderful alternative for the people who would like to be carb-free. And zucchini is so versatile and delicious, it virtually takes on any flavor that you can imagine. So it was just a, a really uh, natural pairing for me. And you put Moroccan lamb chili in the easiest category? Yeah, that's one of those just dump-and-go type of dinners. You can use that as dinner, as an appetizer. It's really simple and easy. Pretty cool. Plus, you have a guide in terms of substitutions. These days, people are... You know, getting recipes from everywhere. So, you know, when they see buttermilk and they want to use something, uh, um, and they want to use something, um, uh, you know, non-dairy, or they see a certain type of vinegar or an ingredient somewhere that may either not be kosher or may not be able, you know, to 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 suit. Or something that they just don't stock in their house or right. ran out of. So you have great guides in terms of what you could substitute for that. Does your uh, does your dessert section include some good dairy desserts? I keep focusing on the upcoming holiday. Absolutely, absolutely, and there is a fabulous cheesecake. It's one of my pride and joys. I'm known in Mishpacha magazine every year. People wait for their <laughs> brand new Rifki Kleiman cheesecake that's coming out, and don't worry, we will not disappoint. They will get one this year, but um, I chose one of my real all-time favorites. I'm a serious chocoholic, and it is my white chocolate cheesecake that is just serious. Wow. <laughs> Can I tell you which one struck my fancy when I saw it? Yes. Was the, it the no-bake cheesecake balls? No, the mini apple and blueberry crisps. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yes. They are so you, – you, I see, you're claiming not to be a foodie, but you have a very keen eye, and I bet you – I'm not a foodie. You would be but, a good tester. <laughs> I'm not a foodie, but I've got a sweet tooth. Simple as that. There you go. Those so custard, <laughs> Those custard fruit tarts and the macadamia caramel tart look amazing. You got the chocolate mousse tart, which is that that. And by the way, people do eat with their eyes. The photography in the book looks fantastic. Moshi is an absolute artist. His, I, I literally, we used to coin a phrase that we wanted certain pictures that we said they're scratch and sniff. <laughs> it was oh, like halavai, halavai, halavai. Yes. And on the subject of again stuff you put in the easy category. Creme brulee can be in the easiest category. To me, when I eat creme brulee, it seems like it takes, I don't know, a lot of ingenuity to prepare a dish like that. Honestly, it's a very simple dish. The difficulty is more in, I would say, as the developer, to make sure that you get the right amount of creaminess and the consistency holds together. Putting it together is as simple as whisking a couple of ingredients over heat until it thickens, not even that much, and then baking it in a water bath, which, you know, that might sound daunting, but literally all it is is putting your little ramekins into a bowl, putting a little bit of water around it, and obviously just a little bit because you don't want the water to get into the dessert, and then you bake it. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Rifki Kleiman, she's got uh, a brand new cookbook coming out on the 21st of May. You could pre-order it this moment, literally, at artsgirl.com and on Amazon. It's called Simply Gourmet. Simply Gourmet, a complete culinary collection for all your kosher cooking. A great section of starters and lunch and dinner options, salads and soups, fish and poultry, plenty of meat dishes, great side dishes as well, plus some of those desserts that we mentioned, and a lot of great baked goods. It really does run the gamut in terms of um, every area of the meal.
that you want to prepare. Plus, um, uh, of course, we said the uh, the identity guide that tells you the level of difficulty for each dish. That's extremely helpful as well. Simply Gourmet, Rifki Kleiman, as we said, described to us as the editor of the Beis Yaakov Cookbook, someone who writes for Mishpacha magazine, as you heard, is preparing a great Shavuos recipe for them for the uh, upcoming uh, holiday issue. Plus, of course, she appears on kosher.com, where we have some amazing friends, and she's one of the people that is featured there. Uh, Rifki, anything you'd like to add about this uh, creation of a cookbook? I'm just, talking to you. I am getting so excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost feeling like I'm nesting. You know, maybe I got to go out and get some receiving blankets. That baby is due soon. 21st of May, I hear, is the due date. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you think Mrs. Sandhouse is going to make you uh, bake a cheesecake for us before Yuntif? You think that's going to happen? You know what? I'm going to put in a special order for you. I think you just might get something. After special. forty, after 45 years, I feel I have the chutzpah to, uh, to toss that out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. You send regards, uh, send my best regards, all of our best regards to your family and Mazal Tov on this. And yes, we'll wait till the uh, we'll wait till the actually uh, birth date of the book to wish <laughs> to wish you a proper Mazal Tov. That's going to be on May twenty first, everybody. When uh, Simply Gourmet is released to the public, Rifki Kleiman is the author with photography by Mike Schwilliger. And again, you could order it right this moment. And if you want a cookbook, Chuck really runs the gamut of every area of the meal. And as as I said earlier. Every diverse group of the community, including people who are trying to go low calorie. They've got uh, everything in here uh, prepared by uh, Rifki Kleiman. Check it out. It's Simply Gourmet. You can go to artscroll.com right now. Look for Simply Gourmet. And, of course, you can do that on Amazon as well. Obviously, a great gift as the wedding season approaches and you want to know what to uh, get the young couple who might want a great cookbook. And, uh, obviously, as uh, summer approaches and so many people have a few extra hours during the summer, to do a little reading and to improve on their cooking skills. Rifki, best regards and congratulations, and we'll remind everybody on the 21st to go out and get it in the stores. Okay, thank you so much, Nachum, for having me again, and best of luck to you. Appreciate that. Simply Gourmet, Rifki Kleiman on a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. <laughs>